This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Produced by the iLab at WBUR, Boston. Amory. Benjamin. So there's a guy going through the Black Forest in Germany. Okay. Just having a nighttime walk, and he hears this beautiful, beautiful music. He recognizes it. It's Beethoven's music. Okay. And he's wondering where where it, where it's coming from but right as he's starting to get a sense of it the music cuts off really aggressively you know it's that part in um i think it's beethoven's ninth symphony where it's like da 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 and so he's like wow that was weird and he keeps walking keeps walking and then all of a sudden it starts back up again. Da 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 da. And then it cuts off again really aggressively. And he's like, what is going on? And and it keeps happening and, and the refrain gets shorter and shorter. And he's like, what the hell is going on? And so he just he starts running towards the music. He's running through the black forests of Germany towards the music. And eventually he comes upon this clearing. And in the middle of the clearing is this wizened old man. And he's he's sort of sitting on top of this pile of dirt. And stuck in the dirt is this, essentially, it's like, it's basically like a sarcophagus. And he walks up to it. And as he gets closer, he recognizes this man as Beethoven. And he gets to Beethoven and, you know, Beethoven kind of pauses. He's sort of shuffling some papers around and doing something. And and the man gets closer to Beethoven and he realizes, like, Beethoven is, like, doing something with the the paper. And it's actually sheet music. And he gets closer and he's like, Beethoven, Herr Herr Beethoven, what are you doing? This is amazing. I'm such a big fan of yours and your music is so beautiful. What what are you doing here? How are you, like, I just, I don't even know what's happened. I'm so confused. (laughs) And as he he steps a little bit closer to, to Beethoven, he realizes that Beethoven is holding along with this, you know, in these, these, just these, like, 
just, I mean, they're basically skeleton hands. He's holding this sheet music and an eraser. And Beethoven looks at him and he says, oh, my boy, I'm decomposing. (laughs) Oh, man. That one requires some patience, but the payoff is pretty good. (laughs) You are your father's son. I can say that now. (laughs) I can say that now with, with with some knowledge behind me because I've spoken to your dad. Yeah, and I've spoken to your dad because this week, our snack time is a dad joke snack time. You remember our snack time episodes are not our full throttle episodes, but episodes where we just kind of talk about Reddit stuff that we're into. And this week we are into Reddit dad jokes. I mean, we're into dad jokes all the time. True. But this week they get their time in the spotlight. Do you want to hear a shorter dad joke? Sure. This one is straight from Reddit, posted by someone that goes by mad as a hatter. It says, my wife threatened to divorce me when I said I was going to give our daughter a silly name. So I called her Bluff. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad. It's not bad. bad. I've got more up my sleeve, Uh, but maybe we should let our dads do the talking at this point. Yeah, I think so. So, Emery, I called your dad up Mm -hmm. and we had a little we had a little dad to dad chat. All right. Okay. We're live. We're live. Um, Tam, why don't ants get the coronavirus? Why don't ants get the coronavirus? Yeah. I don't know. Because of their little antibodies. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. All right. I got, one, I got two more for you, and then I want to hear yours for me, Okay. Okay. Why can't you use beef soup as a password? Why can't you use beef soup as a password? It isn't strong enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. Th- those were my short ones. I got another, I got a slightly longer one for you, and then I want to hear yours, okay? Okay. Duck walks into a pharmacy. Walks up to the pharmacist, looks at the pharmacist, says, got any corn? Pharmacist says, no, this is a pharmacy. Get out of here. Duck walks out. Next day, the duck walks back in around the same time of day. Pharmacist is just wrapping up. Duck walks right up to the counter, kind of cocks its head, looks at the pharmacist. Got any corn? Pharmacist says, no, this is, I told you yesterday, this is a pharmacy. We don't have any corn. Duck walks out. Third day, same time. Pharmacist is just getting ready to pack up his lunch and, you know, just go home and have a nice restful evening. The little doorbell on the door tinkles. Sure enough, it's the duck. Duck waddles up to the counter, looks at the pharmacist. Pharmacist looks at the duck. Duck says, Got any corn? Pharmacist says, man, you've been coming in here every day. I'm sick of this. 
I've told you every single day that we do not have any corn. This is a pharmacy. It is a, a this is a, a up and up business establishment. I don't know what you're talking about. It's clearly ridiculous that you're asking me this days in a row. If you come back in here tomorrow, I'm going to nail your webbed feet to the floor. Duck walks out. Next day, it's almost quitting time. Sure enough, the bell dings. Pharmacist can't see a customer at first, but then, yes, yes, as he expected, the duck is waddling up to the counter. The duck pauses, cocks its head, looks at the pharmacist. Got any nails? No, well, we don't have good got any corn? <laughs> <laughs> Took a while to get there, but that's that works okay. <laughs> All right, those are my three dad jokes for you. What do you got for me? That's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I've got a few of them. Um, how do you make holy water? Oh, man. I don't know. You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> um, self-deprecation society is taking new members. I've already put myself down. <laughs> That's um, good. Let me see. There is another one that I liked. Oh, a ham sandwich walks into a bar and orders a beer. The bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food here. <laughs> That's a classic setup. It's good. It, 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 that works pretty well, doesn't it? I had yeah. never heard that. I just found that one. <laughs> and then I, I made one up. Um, okay. A friend offered me a can of Paul Bunyan beer. I said, no thanks. I don't like lagers. <laughs> that's also very good. I have, a, I have one that I made up that's similar, I think. Why did the undercover agent get out of the swimming pool? Undercover agent get out of the swimming pool. Yeah. I don't know. He was in too deep. Oh. <laughs> Here's one for Amory. Okay. What do you call a pachyderm that doesn't matter? What? Irrelevant. <laughs> How would you describe your own sense of humor? Probably very lame. <laughs> I, I really liked. I, I, I would say I don't care for insult humor or put down humor. Like Don Rickles, never appealed to me at all. Uh huh. But, but I really liked to get smart as a kid growing up. And Buck Henry and Mel Brooks were the writers on that. Uh. And, and I liked the Dick Van Dyke show. I thought a lot of the things on that show were pretty funny. And there's a. Carol Burnett skit from one of from her show called The New Trainee. And if if you haven't seen that, I'd recommend watching that one. I, I know it's on YouTube. And okay. It, anyway, I'll just leave it at that. It, <laughs> it's better not to tell you about it. It's better just to watch it unfold. I think it's okay. very tightly written. Everything, one thing ties into the next, ties into the next. So... So you, so you, so you kind of got it. You, you would say, in some ways, you got your sense of humor from pop culture. Probably, I would say so. 
Amory is a, is an easy laugher, which is really good for me. That's a like uh, I feel like that's really helpful for my, um, you know, for my needs as somebody who likes to crack jokes. Has she always been an easy laugher? I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, I she always found my jokes corny. I think, <laughs> but <laughs> but I also think that when she hears corny jokes now, she thinks of me in, in a warm way. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, Tam, thank you very much. I know, um, I know we were pressed for Tam, but we did. Yeah, I, ho- pretty I well. hope I, I hope this works out for you. I hope you got the material you look, you're able to splice <laughs> to make it work. Now, will Amory get in touch with me this evening to get this from my phone to you? No, I'm going to tell you how to do it right now. So if you, if oh, you, Dad, you got a second to do <laughs> doesn't know how to send his file, and I love him for it. Coming up, I call Ben's dad. You can call him whatever you want, but don't call him Harry because he's bald. Oh, God. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Would you consider yourself to have dad joke humor? Yeah, I do if I understand dad joke humor, and I think I do. Presenting Kit Johnson. What's a dad joke in your mind? Well, they're usually groaners, as I understand them. Groaners? something, (laughs) Something where the offspring can be embarrassed and the the dad really enjoys embarrassing his sons or daughters. <laughs> um, sometimes I like to tell underdog jokes. What's an underdog um, joke? I suppose an underdog joke is is uh, where you take a, a typical underdog and through humor they manage to best their superiors in some way. Mm. Um, Do you want an underdog joke? Yeah, let's try one. I have a pretty good underdog joke. Okay. I have a story about uh, three Brits and three Scots that were all 
taking a train to uh, an Irish soccer tournament, and they were all standing in line at the ticket booth. And the three Englishmen were first in line, and they uh, got up there and bought three tickets, one for each of them. And the Scots were right behind them, and the three Scots stepped up, and they only bought one ticket. And then uh, one of the Englishmen said to the Scotsman, How are you three Scots going to ride the train with one ticket? And the Scot said back to him, Aye, laddie, watch and you'll see. And so the train started moving out of the station, and pretty quick one of the Scotsmen got up and walked down the aisle toward the loo, and... Um, a couple minutes went by and a second Scot got up and walked down the aisle toward the loo at the end of the car. And then sure enough, the third Scotsman got up, walked down the aisle toward the loo. And uh, not too long after that, the conductor came through asking for everybody's tickets. And, um, and the three Englishmen all gave him their tickets. And, the conductor went down and he knocked on the door of the loo because he saw that the little sign said occupied. And sure enough, out came one hand with one ticket. And the conductor took it and <laughs> walked on into the next car. Um, so they all went to the soccer tournament and they were coming back and they were standing once again at the ticket booth. And the uh, three Englishmen stood up and with this look on their face that said, we're as smart as any Scotsman, and they asked for one ticket. And then they watched as the three Scotsmen uh, didn't, get, didn't get any tickets. They just got on the train. And so the uh, Englishmen, whispering among themselves and shaking their heads, and they asked the Scots, they said, how do you Scots people expect to ride back home on this train without any ticket. And one of the Scotsmen spoke up and said, aye, laddie, watching you to see. And so the train got to moving, and uh, just as you would suspect, one Englishman got up, walked down the aisle toward the loo. A couple minutes, the second Englishman did the same thing, and then the third Englishman followed the other two uh, down toward the loo. And a couple more minutes went by, and one of the Scotsmen walked up, walked down the aisle toward the loo, knocked on the door of the loo, and said, Ticket, please! <laughs> oh, that was a journey. <laughs> yeah. And I like to, I, I think dad jokes, they're either terribly obvious so that they're just a groaner, or they challenge you to finish the story. Gosh, I feel like I only have groaners, but I, if you don't like them, don't blame me because I got them from Reddit. Hopefully from a Reddit dad. So you're a jazz musician, you're a pianist, and I found, I found some of these jokes from the dad joke subreddit, and then I also found some jazz-related jokes from the jazz subreddit. Terrific. Yeah. So in honor of your specific instrument, here's just a quick one. How many bassists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Um, I think you've got me on this one. I don't think I've, I don't think I've got an answer. Okay. None. 
The pianist can do it with his left hand. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. I love that. I will use it with every bass player I hire. (laughs) There you go. Just as a threat. (laughs) I'll give you one more short jazz-related one, and then I want to hear another one of yours. What's the difference between a pop group and a jazz group? Well... I don't know. The pop group does the same thing every time, and the jazz musician <laughs> makes it up in the moment, but that's not particularly funny. I, I give up. Give me the answer. You are so close. You are good. The pop band plays three notes for a thousand people, and the jazz group plays a thousand notes for three people. <laughs> yes! Yes! And you know what? That is so that's, true. That's exactly and it. And let me share with you something that is truly funny that was an actual occurrence, okay? And it's okay. not a terribly long story. Um, there is a famous jazz violinist that most every jazz person Actually, it's a pretty of. long story, so we're just going to jump ahead. <laughs> True story. Oh, that's great. Well, tell me, tell me another one of your jokes. I suppose a more typical dad joke would be one like... Um, How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? I mean, you want to answer eight, and that's wrong. (laughs) So I don't know. Yeah, that's the first place your mind goes, and it's right at least eight. (laughs) But the the answer is ten tickles. Ten tickles. Oh man. See, I this is hey, how Marie, I, know I don't I know. This this feels this feels really funny. I'm delighted with your response, but somehow I I I have this need for an audience of groans out there. You know, <laughs> oh tentacles. Is that better? There we go. <laughs> the most fun dad jokes are the ones that you can actually put into play. For example. I remember one time when we were living in Sheridan, Wyoming, and uh, Ben asked me to come upstairs where his bedroom was and see something that he wanted to show me. I don't even remember what it was. And he said, what's the matter? And I said, I just have trouble trusting stairs. He said, what do you mean trusting stairs? And I said, well, (laughs) you know, they're always up to something. (laughs) <laughs> that is true. Of course, at that point, That's I think he threw one. something down the stairs at me. But, anyway. <laughs> but, you know, when you can get somebody to actually fall into a joke that you've set up, especially a son or a daughter, that's just the best. Well, I feel like this is good advice for other, um, I'm not even going to say dads, I'm just going to say other parents in general out there as they as they uh, hone their own senses of humor and the, the senses of humor that they can pass down to their children is, is, anyone can tell a dad joke, but can you incorporate it into everyday life and and make it so that the person just really doesn't see the joke coming? I feel like that is next level and only a true dad joke pro can do such a thing absolutely absolutely (laughs) which reminds me of the one where the dad comes home 
And the son or the daughter looks at him and says, did you get a haircut? And the dad says very disdainfully, no, I got them all cut. (laughs) Oh, wait, I mean, oh, you got them all cut. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, Kit, this has been delightful. Thank you for your underdog jokes and, and your dad jokes and... Thanks for making a son who is so much fun to make a show with where we get to do things like this. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you, Amory. Such a pleasure to talk with you. Amory, I came away from these conversations appreciating your dad so much and just really having those dad joke feelings about my dad. I think I understand you better after talking to your dad. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that you feel like you got something out of talking to my dad as well because you know I I was raised by my dad for the first large chunk of my childhood yeah he was uh, was a stay-at-home dad and uh yeah so you are your father's son and I am my father's daughter (laughs) without a doubt (laughs) well that was this week's snack time hope you liked it please also send us your dad jokes we would love to read them I think, right? Amber? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I will send yeah. them. I will send them all to Tam. Endless thread at WBUR.org. Uh, also, you should check out our subreddit because I believe we're going to have a poll about who told the best slash worst joke. So please vote early and often. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.